Hey Shift Church and any guest that's been raked in here by our friends or family to listen to this, whether it be in the break room, whether it be um, you grilled out some burgers, whatever the case may be, um, we're so glad that you joined us today during this Bible study where we're going to talk about intimacy. That's real juicy, right? And so I'm so I'm so glad that you're here, but it's not that kind of intimacy because who wants to hear a pastor talk about that kind of intimacy, right? It's a little awkward, a little weird. Not saying we'd never do it. Anyway, that's that's getting sidetracked there. But we're going to talk about intimacy, right? And especially in the season that we're in, we as the church, and I'm not just talking about shift church, but I'm talking about the church globally, have to make it an an importance that we are intentional with our personal connections with people, right? But but here's the thing: we've we've been called to do that all along, like from the very moment that Jesus Christ set up the church, we were called to do that to make intentional, intimate connections with the people that we live, work, and play with. And, and and it's and it's more than just a call though for the church. You and I as people were created out of connection. We were created out of connection with the purpose of connection. See, from the beginning, the Godhead, what we call the Trinity, the Father, the Son, which is Jesus, and the Holy Spirit a, is a a connecting is a connecting relationship between the three of them, right? See, Genesis 1 says, In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the word, the Hebrew word they're used for God is this word that, it's this Hebrew word, I'm bringing out my seminary a little bit, Elohim, okay? And it's, it's what, in the Hebrew language, is known as a grammatical plural noun. A grammatical plural noun. So think of it like this this way. It's an intimate family between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're connected. They're 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 in relationship with each other. They're they're think of it like this. It's like my, me, my son, my daughter, and my wife. We have an intimate connection. We are. Um, it's it, kind of like this. Um, C.S. Lewis calls, when in regards to the Trinity, it's, he calls it the dance. You know, like the Father, like Jesus glorifies the Father, the Holy Spirit glorifies Jesus, while the Father glorifies, it's like this dance. Like there, there's this connection between them, like a family unit. And, and, and it's like, it's this, it's this great picture that we were created for, from connection, the Godhead, for connection. See, it says in Genesis 1, 26, it says, it says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image. And then it goes on to say, to be like us. So if the, if the Godhead, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit had intimate, intentional connection with each other, then we were created out of that for that. We were created for intimacy and connection. And as believers, we are called to uphold our deepest urges of humanity. We are called. We are. We are called and created for connection. It's our deepest part. It's the deepest part of our humanity. Is our connection with people. That's why we strive for relationships to have intimacy and connections with the people around us, the people we live, work, and play with. And that, and as the church, we are called to have this. 
but we were also created to have this. But this can be kind, lead to all kinds of fear, couldn't it? This could lead to to us having anxiety, and you mean you want uh, we are created, we are called to to interact with people, to share stories with people. Y- yes, and th- but it leads to all kinds of fear, right? Introverts, please stand up, right? One of my, I'm joke like I know you're not going to stand up because you're introverted, right? But the the funny thing is where we get the word intimacy from is this Latin word intimar. If you're sitting there at the table, won't you say that with us with me? Intimar. Which literally means into fear. Intimar, where we get the word intimacy, means into fear. See Addison Bivera um, explains this in his book, The Saints. He says this about this type of intimacy. He says this, and I'm going to read it right here. It says, intimacy bypasses our barriers. Yes, it does, right? Intimacy bypasses our barriers. It soars beyond the walls of superficiality and lands on the plains of authenticity and vulnerability. It calls for us to live beyond ourselves, going deeper to give more. And he's right, right? Whether it be like, think about a marriage relationship. Like, there's so many barriers that we that we have to move by in intimacy, right? Fears, fears of, of what is that person going to think when on our honeymoon when I take off my clothes, or and and or what it like? What are they going? How are they when they when they live with me twenty four seven? How is this gonna How is this going to affect the way they view me? It's like breaking those barriers, going past our fears. It's actually us leaping into the most fearful things in our lives. That's why, you know, you've heard people having those dreams where they're speaking in front of people and 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 they're naked. That that's that's a barrier that has to be that that that's a barrier for us. But intimacy leads us to break through barriers in connection with people. And I just want to do not stand in front of people naked and talk. I'm just let's not throw that out there right now. Okay? But you and I as the church are called to love deeply those around us to go past the barriers of what makes us comfortable we sometimes say it like this we 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 got to do everything short of sin to reach the people around us and we have to do everything short of sin to reach the people around us which means sometimes we have to go beyond what's comfortable for us go beyond um, our fears actually leap into those fears to reach those we live, work, and play with. In fact, we say it sometimes around Shift Churches that we have to pour it out. Pour it out. Pour, pour our, our time, our talents, and our treasures into reaching the people that we live, work, and play with. We have to be intentional with our time, especially in the season that we're in, where we're asked to withdraw, but we as a church are called to give our hands and feet. Right? It's it's it, it's this crazy deal. Like like we have to get out. I'm not saying break the law, break the whatever. I'm saying we, there's people that's inside of our communities that we can walk down the street with. There's people that we can we can invite over to our house to, to grill some hamburgers and have a conversation about life and fears. We have to break those barriers. In fact. Um, how we reach people is important, and that we reach people important. Like, and I'm about to read a verse that some take this verse I'm about to read 
and um, for the church as a whole, which it does. But I'm wondering what would happen if we took this next verse that I'm about to read and make it a personal challenge. Make it our personal challenge, our personal call, our mission as individuals. See, the book of Hebrews, um, it started in chapter 10, starting verse 24, it, say, it says this, And let us consider how to stir up one another, how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as, as is the habit of some, but, but encouraging one another and uh, one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. As you see the day drawing near. We are called to connect, to gather together. And I'm not just talking Sunday mornings. I'm not just talking what we do on a Sunday morning service. I'm talking about intentional connection, intentional gathering during the week with those we live, work, and play with. And what we see first is when we connect intimately, we lead others into love and good works. When, when we are intentional with connecting and gathering with people, with sitting at the table, breaking bread, meeting around something common, is, is that when we connect intimately, we lead others in, 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 into love and good works. We show love to people when we connect with people. And when we connect with people, when we show love to people through connection, we show them Jesus. See, John would write to us in 1 John 4.16, it says this, you want to know what love is? You want to, see, you want to show people love? This is what it is. John, 1 John 4.16, it says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. You showing love, connecting with your neighbor, could be the step needed to lead that person, lead that neighbor, lead that co-worker into a relationship with Jesus by you just connecting. It was the whole point of Jesus' ministry was to connect people to him. Go, therefore, and make disciples. Connect people to him. Starting here in Jerusalem and then to the ends of the world. Starting where you live, work, and play and stretching out to the world. And then secondly, we, we connect intimately when we gather together. And like I said, it's just not on a Sunday morning service. But when we eat together, when we play board games, when we, we sit on the back porch take, talking with our neighbors, and in the break room, being intentional about our conversations to lead them into, into the direction of God. Right now, somebody wants to share with you their story, but you also got to know someone is waiting to hear your story. Well, Derek, my, my story is not important. You have that fear, like, why, why would anybody want to hear my story? It's boring. Someone is waiting to hear your story. To be what we were truly called and created for, to, to fulfill our deepest urges as a human being, we must in tomorrow leap into fear and be intimate with those around us. We got to connect with those around us. And so, as you're sitting there gathered as a group, um, maybe on somebody's couch or in a break room. Maybe here's a discussion point for the next few moments that you can ask, ask is, 
when when did somebody pour into you? Because for most of us as believers, the reason we're believers now is because somebody in Tamar, they leaped into fear, they had some, an intimate relationship with you, and they shared your story, shared their story, shared about what Jesus had done for them. Describe that moment. And then describe, and then maybe come up with a plan on how you're going to, in Tamar, leap into fear and connect with those around you. And maybe even discuss some fears that you have in that. And maybe some things you, maybe you guys as a group can pray for each other to be, to, to, to approach it with courage and leap into fear and have an intimate connection with those around you. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I hope your group goes good. Um, as always, just remember, um, you can still give. Um, put a link on the screen, probably right in here somewhere. Um, if you still would like to give the Shift Church during this time of social dis uh, distancing. Um, and if anything else, you need anything else, you can always email me. Um, it's Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at shiftchurchknox.org. Um, and I can't, like I, like I said in the prayer night the other night, I'm itching, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to see you guys again. I love you, miss you, and hope you have a great week. Thanks.